Can I take this piece of plastic off? No, don't take that piece of plastic off. Why? Because Mark gave me this and he's taking good care of it. It's so satisfying. I'm sure it is. What's going on, everybody, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages? Welcome to Having Said That with Landry Griffith. I am your host, as you probably guessed, Landry Griffith. Uh, we are a proud, very proud member of LMK Productions, the Let Me Know crew. Check out the Pick 4 podcast every Thursday, same place you're listening to myself. Check out the Win, Loser, Tie podcast, T-Y-E, with uh, the one and only Mr. Ty King every Friday morning. Um, we also have our sister pod, the Hate Pod, Interactive. We haven't had a lot of hate pods lately. Let me explain to y'all what it is because it's hilarious. First of all, when you get done listening to this, just uh, type in Hate Pod and you're going to find all the stuff. So anybody can say anything you want you can do it anonymous all you have to do is do a voice recording on your phone get that recording and email it to pit podcast at gmail.com that's the number four um go on a rant you can bitch about people you can bitch about your job you can bitch about i think someone was griping about parking lots and someone griped about fast food uh servers lately it's fun it's hilarious if you're not comfortable your voice being on there type up what you would like to say Send that to the pick four podcast at gmail.com and Mark will uh, submit that with him talking either anonymously or non anonymously, depending on how you want to do it. It's fun. We need to get that going again, people, but it's got to be interactive. I'm glad. So we have like new equipment here now. I'm hoping the sound is better. I need some feedback from everybody. Halston, you're usually good about telling me how good the sound is if it's on or off. Shoot me a text, dude, and let me know how it sounds. Anybody else, let me know. Um, no pun intended on the let me know. Uh, Mark was very kind enough to just hand me over some very nice equipment because he upgraded his studio, which is badass, by the way. So I went and got us a mic. So hopefully we're sounding better, new and improved after our long sabbatical or hiatus, if you will. We have a very special guest today returning to the studio. Actually, this is her studio. Actually, it's her room. We're taking over, but this is my oldest daughter, Miss Reagan. Reagan, what's up? Hey. You never sound excited. Let's try that again. <laughs> Reagan, what's up? Hey. People like wait months and months to get onto this podcast. You got free access, so you need to show like, more excitement. Like who? You can't know. I've got so <laughs> many people lined up. Okay. I've got a, a, a published author coming on soon. Really? Two clothing line uh business owners uh, one of them veteran Louis. from who served nine years in iraq and bosnia coming on people love this podcast is one of them a popular brand huh clothing i can't give that away until they come on well, can you give me some free stuff i'm working on getting me some free stuff <laughs> i'm concerned about myself and that's pretty much it at that point when it comes to free clothing <laughs> so uh what are we going to talk about today? I don't know. It's a you trick question. I kind of told you, but I kind of <laughs> didn't because I like conversations that aren't planned because then it just sounds like we planned it. I'd rather it just be us chatting. Flow. So I want to go into a couple things. First of all, you're 17 years old. You just started your senior year of high school. Yes. Which is pretty awesome. It flies by quickly. And I'm going to give you some advice on what I want you to do. Some things I wish I'd have done my senior year of high school. 
Um, and I want to kind of pick your brain about who you are, kind of what made you who you are, what your goals are. I'm going to give you some advice along the way. Um, so 17 years old, senior at Friendship High School. Um, kind of like guide me through. So we met 10 years ago, right? Yeah, I guess so. It was 10 years ago because Dang. that's how long I've been dating your mother. Oh. <laughs> um, but I'm your dad. You're my daughter. There's no question about it, right? Yes. Okay. I forgot to say something. So you're... You're, we're going to re, if I knew how to edit this, Mark's probably laughing because he could have just re-edited. <laughs> so you're 17 years old and a senior in high school, right? Yes. You just stated that. <laughs> oh gosh, now we got to back up again. So you're 17 years old and a senior in high school, right? Yes. Having said that, <laughs> I got to stay on brand. Mark, you're going to have to teach me how to edit after this whole debacle we just got in. Um. I wanted to kind of kind of guide you into some things and some advice I would like to give you as a father. Um, anyway, so you were seven years old when I met you, okay? Seven years old, and I'm, I'm going to say it now, you're probably, honestly, one of the most awkward seven years old, seven-year-olds <laughs> I've ever met in my entire life, and I mean that wholeheartedly, okay? Uh, you were kind of just like glued to mom's hip. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like you weren't quite sure how how to just be without mom, right? Um, yeah. Very shy, very awkward. You wouldn't, um, even for the next couple of years, it was hard for us to get you to even order your own, excuse me, your own meal at a restaurant. You wanted us to do it for you. Um, I'm sure it's not going to blow your mind much at all that I put an end to that very quick. Um, yeah. To and teach some independence. In the living room. I did. Um, whenever <laughs> we first started dating i noticed that you were sleeping in the living room on the couch mom always slept on the couch Mm -hmm. um, for a legitimate reason Um, but then you started sleeping on the other couch okay Mm -hmm. for one i thought that was unhealthy because you were staying up to like midnight one in the morning and then going to school the next day oh yeah unbeknownst to mom because mom would go to sleep because she had to wake wake up early assuming you were asleep on the couch next to her but you were just watching tv I remember there was lots of times whenever I would just be able, you would just be leaning over, giving me the death stare. It's like, (laughs) I don't know what you thought was going to happen with you in the room, but it's like, you better not touch my mom or kiss my mom or whatever. (laughs) It used to like, it would annoy me, but it kind of freaked me out. I'm like, I don't know what this girl's got planned over here at seven, eight years old. (laughs) But I did. So I, I, I did make you go to your bedroom, but now where's bed? When you want to go to bed, where do you go? My room. Are you comfortable in your room? Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. realize that your room is your, like your place of zen and peace oh, and yeah. tranquility? There's a reason I was doing that. And I want you to know like your room should be your, your room to, to go into and be you, right? Anyways, um, I, I was trying to teach you independence. That was the reason that I wanted you to start ordering your own meals or teaching you, even whenever people would talk to you, how to make eye contact with people and to show respect towards people and you talk to them, not look like a creep. <laughs> um, those were life lessons I was trying to teach you. But the reason I even say that is because mom and I were talking not too long ago is that shy, awkward, like we weren't quite sure where you were going to fit in growing <laughs> up. You've, you've blossomed into like, to like big social butterfly over the years. And it's been cool to see the transition over the many years. Uh, what mom and I were talking about it was, is you were involved in a local rodeo. Um, everyone knows mm-hmm. that goes on Pretty here in Lubbock. 
Huh? ABC Rodeo Sweethearts. I can't say ABC Rodeo because they're not, like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. So I say oh, a local place. Local. But you were a rodeo sweetheart. So not like in the rodeo. You weren't out there riding bulls or doing barrel racing, but the one that passes out the flyers and tries to do the raffles and all of that. But you just decided to do that out of the blue one day. You didn't have friends doing it with you. You made some friends, which is pretty cool, but you just decided, hey, screw it. I'm going to go and do this. And that's when me and mom were talking about it is the Reagan that we knew a little girl wouldn't have ever, you could have had your five best friends do it and you wouldn't have done that. And then the fact that you went and did that, put yourself out there, stop yawning, put yourself out there. You did it without knowing anybody just, just because you wanted to was, was a cool transition to see. And the, the Reagan you were to the Reagan you are now, is a completely different person. I agree. I see that too. Um, I see myself used to, it would be awkward trying to make a conversation with somebody. I didn't know how to start it, didn't yeah. know where to start. I didn't know how to keep a conversation going, but now it's just so easy. Like it's with a, random people, I can keep it going and keep it going. Good, uh, it's a good trait to have, good quality. Even if you're faking it, I'll be honest, especially as an adult, and everybody here listening that's an adult can agree that the majority of day-to-day conversations that we have are faking it. Now, with family, with friends, completely different story. But when you're dealing on a day-to-day basis, whether you're it doesn't matter whatever you do for a living or meeting people and just small talking with the cashier at United or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it, it's, it's a very good trait to have because you, if you don't, you come off as an asshole. Yeah. Right. Um, but it makes you feel better when you get to talk to people, in my opinion. And I always think about it. You never know what kind of day that person's having. And if you treat, especially people in the service industry with a little bit of respect and mm-hmm. dignity, just chat with them, you may have just made their day. And I've told you that along the way, too. Um, so kind of tell me um, kind of what you've dealt with growing up. What do you think's made you who you are now? What, what do you like? What have you learned up until from age one to age 17? Like about yourself about friendships about family anything um like you said that i i'm super shy growing up i think around i don't know i don't know what age it was just recently i I think i don't think it was a certain age you 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 grow up and you progress slowly it's not like today you're super shy and tomorrow you're not yeah um i'm super outgoing now like I'll do a bunch of things even if my friends aren't going to do it I still want to do it I'm still going to um I've dealt with some hard things in the past uh, but I feel like it's pushed me I agree so to what, become who I am what today. what she's saying without wanting to say it is she's grown up in a divorce household mom and dad got divorced when she, you were seven Mm-hmm. Um, six or seven. I think you were seven. I, I just happened to stumble across mom after she got divorced. And it was like the coolest thing because someone else would have snagged her up real quick, obviously. And I like, I fell in at the right time. So but that's got to be a hard age, right? Yeah. I'm sure that, that, that issue is hard for anybody, but you were in second grade. Um, so just kind of learning like uh, new sets of rules out of our house and new sets of rules over at your dad dad's house um what's acceptable here may not be acceptable there and vice versa um Mm -hmm. where am i going to be tomorrow on a weekend am i over at this house or i'm at this house yeah especially Um, whenever i have like if i want to do something i have to oh i'm with them this weekend so i need to ask them i need to ask ask permission here do i need to plan around it or maybe i know i can't do something this weekend because i'm over here so i have Mm -hmm. to plan it for the following weekend 
Um, and that's not always a bad thing. Divorce doesn't have to be a horrible thing. Um, but it's got to be harder than I think a lot of kids let on. It's just dealing with the fact that where do I go? What do I do? The transition, having to pack a bag, having to sleep in multiple different beds, all the stuff that goes with it, right? Yeah. That can't be easy. Um, I was fortunate enough to where my parents, even to this day, are still married. So I, I can't relate to that other than what I saw with friends growing up, obviously mm-hmm. what I've seen with you growing up. Um, but I know for sure it's not easy. Um, yeah. I personally, this is just me talking out of my butt. I don't know if it's true or not. Um, feel like the older one gets, the easier it becomes. Um, yes. Probably even more so once you're out of high school. And then it doesn't matter. You're going to sleep wherever you feel like sleeping. You're going to go wherever you want to go. And then you're going to have dinner with whoever you feel like having dinner with. And things are going to be more on your terms, mm-hmm. right? Not what the state of Texas thinks that they should be. Yes. Um, but even more so from 7 to whenever you knew your parents were getting divorced until 17, whenever it's like, oh, hey, like I, I get it and I can see why. And mm-hmm. I hope you understand that your mother is very happy. Yes. Um, and I'm not dogging your father. But I'm sure she's way happier with me than she was with him. And I truly feel like he's probably way happier with his wife now than he was with mom, right? So yeah. sometimes, although I don't, I'm not a promoter of divorce, I'm a huge fan of it because if it wasn't for divorce, then I wouldn't have ever met mom and mm-hmm. we wouldn't be the happy family that we are. But the only reason I bring that up is, is I'm sure there's been plenty of things that you've had to deal with, most of it that I know of. Yes. Um, but even, even, even emotions and pain and stuff that you probably never shared with anybody that you've just had to deal with over there. You don't have to talk about that stuff, but how do you think that's made you a stronger person is what I'm kind of getting at. Um, from my perspective and what I feel, it's if somebody doesn't like, say, just random scenario, mm-hmm. I'm wearing something that somebody doesn't like or offend somebody. Okay. I, I wouldn't say offend. But I'm wearing something. You that can use the word offend because we live in a very sensitive society, and somebody's going to be offended. So that's yes. that's actually the right word. I'm not going to stop wearing it okay. because you don't like it. Okay. This is what I want to do. So say that if you hurt me, or if you made me upset, I'll be upset, but I'm going to make myself better and make you think, oh, she's. I don't know how to wear this. Another scenario: breakup. Say that I had a breakup or something. And you broke up with me because of whatever, whatever reason. Whatever it is. I was hurt from it. But then I got stronger and learned how to turn that hurt into strength. And so then mm. now you see. Yeah. Now you see that I'm doing so much better and I'm so much stronger that you want to be with me again. That you want. I don't know how to. This scenario is like not making sense to the question that you asked it doesn't matter i see where you're going so i don't know how to explain what, i think without. what what you're using an example yeah and, and let me see if i think i can understand what you're trying to say is that's a good example but what you're saying is is you've you've learned over the past 17 years is you're gonna face adversity you're gonna face horrible moments in your life some of them feel like the end of the world they really do especially yes. at, at your age and dealing with junior high high school stupid drama and you're gonna look back like why was i ever upset about something like that yeah but to someone that doesn't have life experience, when something goes wrong, no matter what it is, even if it's something stupid and small, fighting with a friend or something, mm-hmm. right? It feels like the end of the world, right? Yeah. But you've learned over the years that 
you're going to take the pain that you've been dealt with in that specific scenario and make you're going to learn from it and become a self become make yourself a stronger person for mm-hmm. that right the breakup could have been an example could have uh, been yeah. with you fighting with somebody a friend it could have been you are you in with me and you and i go to bed mad at each other or something but then you rethink it like okay i've made i've learned from this lesson i can't go back in time and fix anything all i can do is go to the future and make myself stronger right yes is that kind of what you're saying Make myself a better person from it and i i agree with you and i think i've told you that before with you know friendships at your age especially junior high is the probably the hardest i think um you go through your best friends and the next thing you know like you haven't seen that person in four years throughout high Mm -hmm. school you know you go to the same school or you live in the same town um you may date somebody that you think that you're gonna get married to at 15 and have all these kids and then you realize oh shit like that was the dumbest thing ever Mm -hmm. or i'm glad i dated that person but and looking back like i shouldn't have been with that person you know we all had our high school flings that we thought we were gonna marry at the time and like no one got married that person but i've always and i think i've even told you this is i've tried to all those friendships that i no longer have with people that i had with in high school i try to cherish those um relationships that i had growing up that led to mom well if i wouldn't have broke up with this person i wouldn't have started dating this person which wouldn't have led to mom you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying yeah so i, I think that's awesome everything that happens for a that. reason I, I agree with that um and you got to learn um you know you personally have probably screwed up a thousand times with relationships with the boyfriend or relationships with the friend or parents or brothers and sisters and all that but you try to learn from that and not do it again twice right yes um there there there's like an old it's just like a way of thinking is if you repeat the same problem over and over and expecting a different result repeat the same action over and over and expecting different results that is the actual definition of psychotic Okay, you do the same thing over and over, and you think that the outcome's going to change, right? Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that over the years and everything that you've dealt with, you've learned how to, no matter how shitty the situation has been, and you've been in some pretty shitty ones, right? Yeah. There's always a silver lining. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Yes. Um, and you've had to deal with some pretty upsetting things in your life. Um, at a very young age, I've, I've said that a lot. I've said it to to you i've said it to friends and stuff that you've overcome a lot in a very short amount of time mm-hmm. um but you don't let it weigh you down you don't let people who aren't super close to you even know that that's something that you're battling or that you've had to deal with and you've had to battle which i think says a lot about you you're able mm-hmm. to not blame the world for your problems when i take a drink like that you have to find a way to <laughs> fill sorry. in, fill in uh, <laughs> the odd airtime. okay so you've learned one thing about yourself is how to just find the silver line to find peace in shitty situations yes. a lot of people can't understand that so that level of maturity is pretty awesome i would like to hope i don't know and i'm not, I, I would like to hope that some of that you've learned from me um, I always yes. try to tell you that, and I re- and it's just something I mean. And I've I've tried to always live my life like that. I definitely try to live like that as, a, as an adult. But I see it with you among other people, among other kids at your age. I'm like, there's got to be some way for you to see that you can overcome from that. And there's there's good out of everything, right? There's yeah. good in people. I, I don't like to think that people always intentionally try to go out to be rude to other people, treat other people like shit. I think. Honestly, the majority of people who treat somebody bad and hurt somebody don't realize that they did it in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's not always the case, right? Yeah. But a lot of times it is. And so that's something I've tried to teach, and I'm, I'm really 
makes me happy to see that you're 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 using that in your everyday life mm-hmm. what's something else you've kind of learned over the last 17 years about you about life about anything um life is hard like i wish i wish i was little again so i didn't have to deal with like all of these problems that's funny so i can remember being about your age and i always wanted to be older you always have to so like your birthday is may 24th right yes and i cannot wait to be 18 yeah but always (laughs) on may 25th so like if you turned 14 on may 24th may 25th you're always tell people i'm almost 15 (laughs) like no you turned 14 yesterday (laughs) so what is the rule in our household when are you allowed to say i'm almost the next stage the first day of that month that you're born (laughs) (laughs) it's not just that anybody it's just you you're the only person i've ever met that does that okay so So may May 1st is when reagan's allowed to say it's almost my birthday (laughs) like it would be february 3rd and my birthday my day and reagan be like hey i'm about to be my birthday it's almost my birthday in seven months from now take away your fire a hundred percent steal my thunder um thunder that's what i was yeah i know what you mean that's why i corrected you slightly um I don't even know where we're going with. Oh, so so what I like I, I remember like okay I can't wait till I turn sixteen because then I can drive everywhere. Yeah. And then I turn sixteen and like you get that out of your system to where it's fun and then you realize shit I wish my friends would drive like driving is not even any fun anymore. Yes. <laughs> and then the next one I think that you look forward to as an as as your age is I can't wait to be eighteen right. Mm-hmm. I think the only reason eighteen is because that's whenever you're in America you're considered, considered a legal adult. adult right mm-hmm. um actually the state of texas for a lot 17. of things at 17 for a lot of things it's not it just depends you can be tried as an adult so if you commit murder right mm-hmm. now you can be tried as an adult spend the rest of your life in prison so but really like for me 18 was exciting because that was the age that you could buy tobacco products like i could go buy dip or i could go buy gross cigarettes i didn't i dipped twice in my life one Ew. time in ag and uh, you 16. were in ag huh you were in ag not ag not ag uh woodshop Sorry, oh, okay, okay. I put in all, with all my ag buddies. They were all dipping Copenhagen, and I put in. We call it a snoob. I put in a big old dip in. Ew. I've never been so sick in my life. You know, Miss <laughs> Laxon, uh-huh. Cat's mom, was my teacher at the time. Was I'm, she really? That's how I know her. That's how. Oh, her, I didn't know that. We all became friends because I, I knew her first that. as a teacher. Okay, I have she a question for you. Sop- yeah. Why? This is just odd to me. Your baseball coach, you're now best friends with. Absolutely. Your teacher, you're now really good friends with. Like, uh-huh. why the older, why such a big I have a, a difference? I do have a difference. theory to that. I put a pin in that because I'm going to get back to you to answer that question. But I don't, okay. don't want to lose my train of thought here. Okay. So I put in the dip and I go, I feel like absolutely Have you ever dipped? No. Okay. I would advise you don't. I'm sure I, you're going to do it at least one time I just to see what it's like. I wouldn't want to. Uh, it's so disgusting. It looks gross and I don't like it the is. spit it's bottle. It is. It's the tea. Ew. But it makes you super sick, like super oh. sick. So I, I was puking my brains out in Miss Laxon class. I'd run to the bathroom, but I knew if I called my mom to tell her I put in a dip, she wouldn't have sympathy for me. So I just told her, I said, hey, because even uh, Why didn't Misty you just say Laxon that? looked at me. She's like, you look green. You look so sick. So I called my mom. I was like, hey, I can't stop throwing up. Sign me out of class. Well, then it was about five or six years later. I told her, hey, by the way, it's because oh, I did. Yeah. She was pissed. She's like, if I'd have known that, I would just made you write it out in class. Ooh. That was, oh, that's the sickest I've ever been. Um, but anyways, that's why we look forward to turning 18, right? Um, Not me. You can vote at the age of 18, that, yeah. which I really hope, um, especially the older I get. Um, the more people. You need to take advantage of voting. Um, just, you know, 
what goes on in the world, like if you just look at what's going on in Afghanistan right now and people losing any sort of freedom they might have had just two weeks ago, is we live in a place you can vote. You should always vote locally. You should vote on the broad spectrum for presidencies. Most people just want to vote for the president. Vote for what you believe in. I voted for something that unfortunately did not pass. It went the other way a couple months ago here in Lubbock, but I voted for what I believed in. Um, and the beauty of it is that no one ever has to know what you vote for. It's what's your feelings. But mm-hmm. the fact that you have the right to it, so that's a thing you can do at 18. You can't buy tobacco products till you're 21 now. I yeah. think that's one of the best things that we've done in America in recent history. I hope that the next step is to outlaw tobacco products altogether. Just FYI, listeners, number one leading cause of heart disease is tobacco products. It's not lungs that you should be worried about, although it should be a little bit. It's heart disease. Most people who lose their legs due to poor vascular flow to their leg feet are lifetime smokers. Vaping is stupid, too, for all your dumbass friends that are vaping. We just had a conversation when I take a drink. You can't oh, stare me to fill in the blanks here. Sorry, I was kind of just... Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to digress just a little bit because you asked me a question. So, Mark Youngblood, who is best friend in the world, best man at my wedding, yes. um, treats you and your brother and sister as if you were his own, um, was my baseball coach growing up. Yes. Right? Misty Laxon, who actually, I believe, is Mark's age or a year or two younger. They went to school together, um, is now a really good friend of mine. You look at JP, who's pushing 40, really good friend of mine. <laughs> Kenneth, who's but those know, have, Uncle Bubba. I know, but those have, like... Not necessarily. Um, JP just lived behind us. Like, and Uncle Bubba is mom's brother, so it's kind of like forced. But Uncle Bubba has... It's not forced because he used to have a brother-in-law. That he did not was not super close with. What? Oh. It's the same last name as you. Okay. They weren't super close, right? Yeah. Um he's had two other brother in laws. Um and, well the other uncles that you may have had, you may or even knew he wasn't close with them. So it's not a force thing. Now it's a force thing for Kenneth and I to get along. Right? Like we're not gonna not like each other. Okay, But I talk to him every single day, and I don't think I missed a single day of talking to him since before Mom and I got married. We weren't friends right off the bat. We liked each other, but we didn't know each other. But he's who I asked if I could have permission to have Mom's hand in marriage. Um, He's who I go to when I have lots of problems, even if, like, I don't know. It's just a non-biased thing. He's not, sometimes he's not Mom's brother. He's my friend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but he's 10 years older than me. The reason, and you're, this is what I truly believe. I, honest to God, believe that my mindset has always been of get an elders older to like you. generation. Uh, not to get others to like me. To elders. Get, oh, elders. She just called all oh. of y'all elders. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I don't know how to say this without, like, I just felt like I've always had a higher maturity level than a lot of people my age. Okay. okay. I got married before almost every one of my friends besides Gentry, Zach, and Weston. Um, I became, I went from being single with no kids to being married with a seven-year-old. Okay. That takes a certain level of maturity that I don't, not a lot of people can handle. Um, the conversations that I have with these guys and how I view life is something that you gain as the years go on. You know, you get older, you get wiser each and every day. I feel like a lot of my thought process and the way I view life is a lot more to deal with those age people as opposed to some of my age people. That's why I think I cling on to these people and almost every one of my friends. And I'm talking not just buddies, like true friends is older than me. Okay, so how did you 
stay in contact with them did you like hey with yo who? like say miss likes hey yo i think you're cute like can i have your number <laughs> i would have never hit on my teacher because that's utterly disgusting and oh my gosh you have said that some of your teachers have been hot before you I asked said riley the other day that, that miss laxon was the hottest teacher i ever had i even told did you that you like really? three days ago yeah i was telling you that like three days ago but i wouldn't okay, have so hit like, on her that's okay, inappropriate but, okay. i'll tell you how I became friends with miss laxon but it's and misty to me miss laxon to you is we were at one of your softball games because you just happened to be the same age as Misty's daughter, Cat, yes. and yes. y'all played softball together. I hadn't seen Misty Laxon since senior year of high school until y'all were playing on the friendship team together. I had to leave to go do something, and I walked up and said, hey, what's up, Misty? Seeing as she remembers, she goes, hey, Landry, how are you? I said, my daughter's over here. I got to run somewhere. She needs anything. Tell her to call me. Just make sure she doesn't need a water or anything. And that's how we became friends. Her husband was like, oh, this dude's pretty cool. We went to Vegas together a couple months later. That's how we all became friends. Okay, so what about Mark It's just because I knew who she was, huh? What about Mark then? Like, did you keep his number? Mark and I always stayed in contact, but like, because he's 12 years older than I know. So wouldn't that be weird of you being a little kid and you texting adults? Well, first of all, you're getting the generation gap confused. We did not text in my age. I didn't start texting until I was probably 21 to 22 years old. Okay. Maybe a little bit younger, but not much than that. I'll tell you exactly how Mark and I became friends became friends as opposed to just someone he I, I looked up to he was the coach mm-hmm. him and my dad were close because they coached baseball together right okay he didn't just randomly coach me like delfino coached you one year right like he knew oh, us he was, you know he was really close with our family yeah we kind of kept kept in touch over the years via myspace we'd send each other like <laughs> things once in a while but it was it was kismet that we became friends i was working to get had a job um got laid off from this job for some shit reason at the exact same time, my dad had open heart surgery. And so Mark knew my dad had open heart surgery. He messaged me on MySpace and said, hey, I want to go visit your dad. I'm going to go there tomorrow at his house. If you happen to be there, it'd be cool to say what's up. Okay, I was 21 at the time. I did not have a job. I was chatting with Mark. He said, hey, do you happen to need a job? I just have a job opening. Oh, I was window like, Dude, cleaners. Yes. I okay. was like, I actually do need a job. Works out perfectly. He said, cool, come on. He trained me. I started working with him that day. That's how him and I went from knowing each other. He okay. was someone I looked up to, to immediately, probably within the first week of us working together, hands down, best friend in the world. Like, we were just goofy. We picked up. And even he's like, now I can talk to you like an adult and we can have adult conversations because you're 21. Last time I saw you and was coaching you, you were 12. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I've known him my whole life, but we weren't friends until. Okay. And that's 21. how like all the stars Older. align to where, like you said earlier, things happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. We're getting way off topic. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I personally, and I know a lot of people ask me like, why are your friend John's older than me? Okay, the two people that I talk to almost on a daily basis that are my age that I went to school with, Corey Miller and Stephen Williams. Those are pretty much the only people that I'm super close to that are my age. Everybody else is older than me. So the that's my thing. I just feel like even look at Ty. Ty was my teacher. There you go. Perfect example. Ty, Ty? taught me in senior year of high school. Junior and senior Really? Year he was a teacher? Yes. What did he teach? The media technology where y'all have the news on the TV. We don't have that anymore. Oh, that's sad. Him and Andy Peeney got that started. Yeah, we never have that. Well, that's sad. Anyways, that's how me and Ty became friends. Okay. Knew him. After high school, me and Ty hung out. We used to play poker together. Then we kind of lost touch. Mark and Ty went to high school together. Me, Mark, and Ty all did a podcast together. It's the first time I had seen Ty in probably 12 years. We hit it off. We're all best friends now. It's just funny how life happens. The majority of my friends are older than me because I'm such a mature man. Okay, so I have a question since I'm about, I'm not about to. I can't say that. To be in college. Okay. All I hear are how 
high school friendships like keep those close like you you have these friends in high school and a few select few of them will be a very select few a very select few will be your best friends for the entire life i never hear about how college friendships work out do college friendships do they play I think a it big all depends. So, like, when you look life? at the whole grand scheme of thing, I had some very close friends in high school. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm talking from actually from fifth grade until the day we graduated. There was a group of four of us. We were, if we all four weren't together, at least two to three of the group where we mm-hmm. were super close, right? It lasted through the first year of college. And then everyone, like, kind of, you just split be, ways. You, yeah, and it's not necessarily anything bad. I have nothing ill to say against any of these guys. Mm-hmm. You just go separate ways. Fortunately for me, one of them I never lost touch with. I talked to all of the time. Sometimes we'll talk on the phone for an hour, and that's my buddy Stephen Williams. Mm-hmm. I love Stephen to death. We've been friends since fifth grade. He, I've lived with him multiple times, been roommates. I call him. He calls me. We go get drinks and have food. Like He's just one of the most loyal. Honest to God, he's the most loyal friend I've ever had, mm-hmm. above any other person I have. Really? And there's a whole story to that. I'll get into that in another podcast. Okay. Um, and then there was another guy, Corey Miller. Mm-hmm. We were super close. Unfortunately, when we got a little bit older, we uh, both battled something that I'll talk about on another podcast. And it, it kind of forced him and I to separate. But it wasn't that we hated each other. We knew we shouldn't be around each other. Um, within the last six to eight months, we've rekindled that friendship. And it's been amazing. We talk all the time. We've gone out and had some drinks. He showed up to the LMK party. Um, but those are high school friends, right? So. Yeah. I never hear much about how college friendships last. Well, the thing is with high school friends, too, is like it's cool to see high school people outside sometimes. Sometimes, I'll be honest, I I see a lot of people I used to go to school with, Mm -hmm. and I'll see them at Walmart or something. I go to the other the other aisle as quick as I can because I don't want to have those awkward conversations. And I know people do that for me. because when you're in that school, you're friends with them from elementary then elementary to middle school then you're with them for 12 years yeah is that part of the reason because you're with them for so part long of the reason what that, that I, you're like really close with them let's see I, i've it, always told you though that like i think people your age use the friend very the term friend very lightly um you'll learn the older you get what a real friend is you're going to be in a time of need and you're going to be able to find out who's who's truly your friend and mm-hmm. who's truly a bud and there's nothing wrong with having buddies you need acquaintances you need people to hang out with and laugh with and go have drinks with and go on vacation with that doesn't mean that they're a true friend a friend is yeah. someone you can call upon mm-hmm. right um, another great example of mine would be david owens i still talk oh, to yeah. zach weston um dylan those guys all the time but david and i have stayed very close over the years too uh but these are just people that but you talk about college friends I took a different route in college. Like I didn't go to a four-year college. I didn't go mm-hmm. right out of high school and stuff. So personally, there's only one person that I met in out throughout my entire college years that I still talk to to this day. That's Brandon. You remember Brandon Gamula? Yeah, that's. I the, met him in I, nursing school. Him and I got super close. We went to high school together. I've knew him since fifth grade on. Never said a single word to him from hmm. fifth grade through twelfth grade. Not even a high in the hallway. Okay, so that's ironic to me. Are your friends that you have in college that you stay friends with people from your high school because you've known them for probably? Longer? And you got to think about it too. So that like, you just never. Let's just use this scenario that you're going to go to Texas Tech. Okay. Okay. And I'm saying that because that's where we live. It's an easy mm-hmm. school for you to get into. 
you're going to keep in touch with some of your high school friends. But the yeah. cool thing about going to college is people in Lubbock come from all 50 states. They come from overseas. Tech has a great program where they bring in uh, students from all over, right? Yes. So you're going to meet these people for those next four years. You're going to get super close with. You're going to probably wind up living with a few of them, getting in trouble with some of them. They're going to be your party crew that you're all going to go out and do the Broadway shuffle with and go to the depot with. All the things that you do in college, right? Mm-hmm. But you got to think, too, is after college, you're, you're in college for one reason, and that's to get out of college, mm-hmm. right? The only reason you go is to leave. You want to get a degree. Odds are most of these people aren't even going to be studying the same thing you are, right? Okay. There's such a broad, yeah. wide spectrum of what people want to do with life that Texas Tech offers school for. Mm-hmm. Lawyers, doctors, nursing, engineering, all the stuff that, that tech is known for, right? Okay, so you may be in school with them and then they go somewhere else. Or even like, let's say your best friend and y'all study together because y'all are both studying the same thing. Well, you get a job in San Antonio, Texas. They couldn't find that same job, so they took a, take a job up in New York City. Yeah. Y'all probably going to keep in touch for the first couple months and the next thing you know, life catches up to you and it's like that turns from a, a friend into a college bud. Mm-hmm. That's probably why you don't hear a lot of people talking okay. about their college friends. That's my perspective on it. And I can't guarantee that, but I think that's what it is. Is you spend so much time with these people in college, especially whenever you whenever you get into a college to where you're going to uh, or to school to where you're studying the same thing. I mean, it's all you do. So you have to have study buddies and you're bouncing ideas off each other to pass for the test. But then you, everybody goes their separate ways, and unfortunately. A, a lot of the reasons I think those friendships dwindle is because people get married and people have kids. Okay. That takes precedent over any friendship you're ever going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ones that you've hung out with since kindergarten usually understand that because y'all had 15 years to get to know each other where the other ones you only got to know each other for one, for two, four. three, four years. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, I just, I haven't I'm sure there's lots of people, people who have very close friends. You know, John, you've met John plenty of times. Yeah. I don't know why you always get so confused with my friends. John and Ashley, we've been to their house. Oh, they yeah, have yeah, yeah. cookouts all the time. Think, yeah. His best friend so. is Brady, who they met in college, and they still hang out. Their kids are all friends. Um, he may be one of the only people I can think of that has a, that close of a friend from college. I just never, never hear anybody that. really talk about. That's a good point. I've never thought about that either. I'm taking a drink. I need you to say something. Uh, yeah, college. <laughs> he doesn't do good on the spot. That's a good point, though. That would be my take as to why you probably hear more people. Or because the friendships mean more. Like, I think a lot of the example you would use would be mom and Tiff, right? Tiffany Golden and mm-hmm. mom have been friends since kindergarten. Yeah. Um, I just, I I don't hear, like, everybody hear, oh, my high school friend. Oh, my high school this. Like, we, we went to high school together. Never, oh, we went to college together. Yeah. We were friends in college. That's probably what it is. And honestly, I bet you a lot of those high school friends, if you're thinking of what, like, what adults say, they probably lost some touch in college because like you go to school a and your friend from high school goes to school b and you don't see each other for four years and then you come back home that's what happened with me and david owen Mm -hmm. i went to lubbock and fucked around and i was a dumbass and got in a lot of trouble david owens had his eyes on the prize and went to baylor university which is in waco nowhere close to lubbock Mm -hmm. he came home a couple times and we hung out at some parties and stuff that we would throw when i lived with zach so on and so forth but we like we were always cool with each other but it wasn't until after college he moved back to lubbock and that's when we we kind of really grew our friendship we were buddies in high school Mm -hmm. 
he called me one day out of the blue. He's like, dude, I really want to move out. Do you want to move out? I'm like, man, I really don't care who's going to live with us. He said, let's call Dylan. Dylan would be a good roommate. Next thing you know, me, David, and Dylan bought or rented a house over in Linwood Townhomes the next day. And that's how we all became super close. <laughs> and then now we talk to each other all the time. Yeah. So I think it's the familiar, familiarity, familiarity of being a bud in high school. Like, I bet you'll be surprised that girls you kind of know now may wind up being very close to you 10 15 years from now yeah anyways um so i said i want to talk to you about advice i think that's a good one is always know the difference between a friend and like as a guy you kind of say your bud or your buddy what do girls say my girl i don't really know no friend the girl it's that's what we have the terms best friend and friend okay you're going to have to learn the difference of what a friend is and what someone... I Whatever the girl version of a buddy is, right? Friend. That's not... A no, no, no. best friend a f- and a friend. But see, that's what I'm saying is... So, like, a friend is someone that... Like, right now, I guarantee if I called Steven, he's going to answer and he's going to talk to me. He's not going to know why. It is 930, but he's going to answer. That's a friend. Mm-hmm. Okay? There are people that I work with that I have a blast with. Um, especially at my old job. Like, we goof off. There have been multiple times we've gone out to get drinks and we play fantasy football together. But I don't think if I called them, they would answer. And if I said I needed something, they would come running, right? Mm-hmm. But they're people I get along with. They're people I trust. They're people that I can't ever say anything bad about. Those are my buddies. You need buddies in your life to make you get through the day-to-day work buddies, laughing, goofing off when you start going out and partying in high school, like the big groups of people and, like, that's who your crew is. Those are important to have, but you have to understand the difference of a bud and a friend. A friend is someone that's never going to stab you in the back. A friend is someone that's going to have your um, best interest in mind. A buddy may be thinking, all right, well, I noticed Reagan's got a big car, and if we went on a trip to float the river, if I invite Reagan, that'll be a good idea because she can fit all of us in her car and has good gas mileage. Okay, That's what a buddy would do to you may have a blast on that trip, but they're using you to get to a certain place in their life, right? Yeah. And that's okay, because we all do it to each other, but that's not a friend. A friend would be someone that you can call any time of the night. You know they're going to answer, and you know that they're going to help you, and if you tell them something, you know that you can trust them with your secrets or whatever it is. Well, in my society, that's a best friend. That's the term of a best friend. I see. You'll learn. It's not your. It's not your generation. I just think it's your your age like i was thinking the same thing it took me to be 25 26 27 years old to understand who truly was my friend and who truly like as far as like a legitimate friends go i don't have a whole lot but i have a ton of people that i talk to that i laugh with that i text that i call that i would love to invite over to the house that come to lmk parties and stuff like that kind of stuff but there's a certain few people that i know is my true friend that i can rely on a hundred percent mm-hmm so I think that's that's just a, an age thing. You all say you're friends. I bet you have those people are not your friends like you think they are. You'll find that yeah, out I'll as find you it get out. older. Um, but that's when I say, like, you have to know who truly has your best interest in mind. And you'll learn the hard way when you start getting stabbed in the back by people you thought you couldn't. Mm-hmm. Happens to everybody all the time. Yeah. Happens as adults. But when you become older and wiser and more mature, you start to be able to pick these mm-hmm. cues out. Doesn't mean you can't still hang out with them and have fun with them. You just have to learn how to how to how to trust these people and how to navigate those friendships as opposed to the true friendships. Mm-hmm. 
best friends. I, I don't know. Start a new question before you drink. Okay. Or just so, talk. I did like what? <laughs> just, I don't know. Talk. You're okay, asking me so questions. So senior year, I want to go through a couple things that I want to make sure that you're going to do this year because just trust me when I tell you that that this time's going to fly by. Okay. It feels like it's not. It is. You're going to look back. It's going to be tomorrow, and you're going to be walking the stage. Okay. Um, it's going to fly. So if your grades drop, you, I'm going to wind up shooting you square in the head. Okay. Oh. Because you've made it through all of high school without making a single B. You've made straight A's, freshman, sophomore, junior year. You've taken dual credit classes. You've taken AP classes, pre-AP classes, all of this stuff. And I think from, you've never made a C, and I know that for sure. I think you've only made a handful of B's, and a lot of that was in junior high when you moved mm-hmm. schools, so on and so forth, right? So keep your eye on the prize. Don't forget why you're in school in the first place, because school is right around the corner from college, and college is whenever life really is going to start changing for you. Okay. But having said that, while you're doing that, don't forget that this is your last year to just be a kid. Next year, next year being college, you're going to, whenever, I hope it's not that close, but within a few years, you're going to move out. You're going to have to learn how to start paying your own bills because obviously we're not paying your way through life, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to help you where we can, but that's no, we're not paying rent bills and all that crap. Um learn how to just enjoy and be free and have as much fun as you can mom told you the other day go to all those football games that you can i'm gonna try um it's a blast but i was thinking about this today is it's all about football in west texas and that's sad go support your fellow girls playing volleyball on thursday nights why why give that look because just nobody goes to the volleyball games but see it's not about like like you need to go support those girls just much you Support the guys. They're girls petty. gotta stick together, They're right? Petty, blank girls. Every single girl on the volleyball team and the basketball team and the track team and the softball team are every single one of them. Yes, mm, they're I all the popular and the up. favorites. The coaches' favorites. You're of, not playing sports anymore, so we need to get out of that. Like the coaches' favorite doesn't matter anymore. No, it you know, does. I'm just saying, like, don't just go to the football game. Support. Be have some pride and friendship. Go to those baseball games. Go to the softball games. Go to the track meets. Um, travel to Plainview to watch the football team play. Like those are the things you're. I gonna know. Remember I'm trying to convince mom. What? To let me drive with like one of my friends to San Angelo and go watch the football game, but she won't let me. Yeah, we'll see about that. Okay. But that's a whole other. Like I'm just saying, like enjoy those moments, right? Mm-hmm. Get involved with the school. Go out and go to a party. You know. I want to, you but know I'm the just. Rules we have I'm in this house. What are the rules? Tell us Call where you're going. You. Let us don't lie where you're at. We'll take you, pick you up, all that nonsense, so we know you're being safe. But do that. Like you have to experience that because if you don't, you're gonna get into college and you're gonna go crazy and you're gonna wind up getting failing classes and being an idiot. Like you have to learn how to balance the two. But you gotta enjoy this last year. I don't like to say a freedom, I don't like that term, but just enjoy it while you can. Mm-hmm. I've never met a single person, not one person. They would go back and relive their high school days. They get asked all the time of people my age, if you could go back to high school, would you? Everybody says no. Why? Because you learn to realize, like, after high school, you think is the best time of your life. And at the time, it should be. But then you become an adult and you start making money and you have a career and you have spouses and you have true friendships that grow and grow and grow. And you have kids. I know a lot of like, oh, this is way cooler than it was whenever I was 17 and had fucking acne and I was awkward around girls. Like, that's. 
I hear a lot of adults say that enjoy your high school careers because it is the best time of your life. A hundred percent. I would. I don't like the best time of your life. My best time of my life is having a family of five, right? Yeah. Um, but the next time you hear someone say that, I challenge you to ask them, would you go back and relive your high school days? Okay. And my mind will be blown and I want to know if anybody says yes. Okay. But I had a blast in high school. I goofed off more than you would ever know. So we used to, do y'all still have TVs in your rooms? Mm-mm. There's not TVs in all the classrooms? Mm-mm. Holy shit, what has happened? It's like we're digressing from technology. We said there was a TV in every single classroom, right? But they were all the same brand. So me and my friend Julian Neal, we would go to, we had a teacher, Miss Griffith, who was not there anymore, but she was awesome, Tracy Griffith. So we would sneak out of her class with the remote because we knew that every TV ran off the same brand remote. But they had, you know, like the doors and they had a little window on the door that you yeah. can see through. Not every TV you could do, but some of them were angled perfect enough to where if you turn the TV on from the hallway, it would actually turn, it would read the sensor from the uh-huh. remote. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we would turn the TV on in random classes while these teachers were teaching from out in the hallway. I would turn the volume up as loud as it go, and I would always put it on the uh, Telemundo, the Spanish channel. And it was so funny because you'd watch, and teachers would get furious. <laughs> they could never, no one ever thought to look out in the hallway. Yeah. And you could see teachers just screaming, who has the remote? And like all the kids looking around laughing, like trying to figure out. Uh-huh. And no one ever could figure out who had the remote. Well, me and Julian were doing that from the hallway. <laughs> we did that constantly. Um, I used to do social experiments to see who would actually be nice enough to tell you and who was an asshole. I would get to go to the bathroom, rip off a toilet paper about this big and tape it to the bottom of my shoe uh-huh. and walk down the hall during passing period to see if anybody would be like, Hey dude, you got toilet paper stuck to your shoe. You always did just social experiment. The janitors were the only people who would tell me, show really? you how shallow people are. Hmm. Right. Yeah. My favorite thing I ever did, and it's so shitty looking back on it, but I found in Miss Griffith's class, she had a whole box of Marks a Lot markers, like the super permanent black markers. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a brand. Okay. Like Sharpie. Permanent marker. Okay. Okay. Bigger than Sharpie. Okay. I always wore hoodies in high school, and I'll get to that in a minute on why I wore hoodies. But I would pull my sleeve down, so I'd hold it to where you couldn't see I was holding a marker because my sleeve was down, and I'd walk down the hall, and I would mark people on their arms. Okay, but you know how many people are in the hallway right now? Yeah. We had less than that, but there were still hundreds of people walking the hall. Mm-hmm. And you walk and you could turn around and see people look and like look at their like, how the hell did I get this black mark on? No one could ever figure out. No one ever knew it was me. Really? Until probably two or three weeks later. I did this every day, all through passing period, just to mess with people. I did it in the lunchroom. We were waiting in the cafeteria and I was messing with this freshman. I was a senior, so I told him to come here. Get over here! And he bent down to see what I wanted and I drew on his face. And then Miss Spicer, who was my principal at the time, caught me. So she took my markers away. Wow. Those are the that's, dumbass. That's the that's only the thing fun. she did? Huh? She didn't send you to ISS or anything? No. If we were to do that, we would be sent to ISS. Uh, I almost so got, I got sent to ISS, ISS on my first a day. a lot in high school. Like, a lot. So, Miss Newsom was also my principal junior year. Um, it got to the point where this one teacher would send me to the office so much that when I would walk into Miss Newsom's class, because she would get me out of after-school detention, and I would skip after-school detention, detention and oh, intentionally okay. to go to ISS, because I loved ISS. ISS was awesome. Because you could what? nap. You can? I could, but there's a reason behind that. The teacher we had was not in the best of shape, so I knew he wasn't going to get up to check on me. I would sit at a computer like this, and I would make it look like I was studying, and I would take a nap. 
I loved ISS. It was some of the most fun. So then the te- Miss Newsom started realizing ISS was not a punishment. It was a reward for me. So then when I started getting sent to the office once a week, she'd look at me and say, Lynn, just go back to class. Like, I don't even care anymore. She knew me by first name <laughs> at a very big school. That was what I did in high school. So clearly I did not take your route, and I'm glad you did not take mine. I, funny story, not really funny. Kind of got scared. But the first day of school, I almost got sent to ISS. For what? It's stupid, and I don't really want to say it. I just told you what all I did. Well, so we have to write lunch passes. Yeah. Right. To leave I, off campus for lunch. Oh, so you skipped school and didn't tell me and mom? Got it. Continue. No, I didn't skip school. I wrote a pass, or we didn't write a pass. Because it was the first day of school, we didn't know if we were allowed to leave off campus or not. And um, so one of my friends thought it was a bright idea to take somebody else's pass. Okay. Who actually wrote one. Because once you have to turn your pass in that you wrote before second period. Okay. That you write or that your parents are supposed to write? That's what I thought. I'm supposed to send you with it. You keep saying you have to write one. No, I know that's not true. We're supposed to write it for you. So you yeah. forge mom's name. Continue. <laughs> Don't say that. I sound like a bad person if I do that. You. That's what happened, right? <laughs> well, anyways, so you have this little slip of paper during your lunch. You, if On your way out the you door. Show it to them. No, out the, you have to grab the one that says your name and walk out the door with it. Okay. And then once you come back in, then you can put it back into the little box. And then that's how they check you back into school for roll. Gotcha. And know that you're actually back and not skipping. Well, they, this one girl, thought it was a bright idea to steal somebody else's pass. So she took three passes because it was me, her, and Elena. So who's this girl? Reagan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so we, like, if you do that, you get sent to ISS. So how did you almost get sent to ISS? Because I had another person's pass. I didn't take it. Oh, so it. you're the Reagan. No, like. no. There's two Reagans. There's Ra- it, it was Reagan Winnett who took it. Okay. She took three passes for all three of us. That weren't yours. And you skipped school the very first day of school. To, where'd you go eat? I believe Sonic. <laughs> and we never knew about this. You know my mom's rule with that. If you get caught and sent to ISS and they call us, we're going to say, please give her the worst punishment you can. We don't have her I back know, on this. I know, but I I make it back to school on time. Mm, you know why there's an off-campus, and there's no off-campus lunch at Friendship, right? Yes, there is. That's why we have there's it. There's no off-campus lunch at Friendship. Off-campus lunch means you, everybody leaves and comes back an hour later. There is okay. no off-campus lunch at Friendship. You know why? Because of the wreck. Okay. So just, you know, know. Chad Ruthart. It's yeah. on the, the, yeah, the center. corner of 82nd University, uh, Upland. Yes. He actually graduated with Misty yeah. Laxon. Oh. Not with me. This is way before that. Oh, okay. God, how well, old do you think I am? Honestly, almost 40. Now I'm 34. I'm not even 35 yet. Really? No. Oh, okay. Okay. So enjoy <laughs> high school. Okay. I'm trying. Um, don't do, don't lose your eye on the prize. You're there to graduate with straight A's, to make it to a, a good school, to get scholarships, to, to continue on with life. But don't let this time pass you by and look back and like, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. I wish it wouldn't have been 
you know, my head so far up a boy's butt that I couldn't see the light of day. I wish I wouldn't have been fighting with all my friends. I wish I wouldn't have just sit in my room because I'm the laziest person that I've ever met in my life and don't want to do anything. Like, don't do that. Enjoy it while it's there because it's not going to last forever. Okay. Okay. What's the goal for the future? Like four, four years. What's your four-year goal? Um, starting from now. No, from yesterday. Yes, now. To get accepted into a really good college, I would like to. I, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't mind if I go to a junior college, but I would like to go to an actual university first. Um get accepted and then go through basics and then get accepted into dental school go through dental school and then go into like a specialist like orthodontic orthodontic or where the money is is maxillofacial surgery i've also heard that they need like orthodontics what I learned in forensics today is that they need orth- people who are orthodontics and just on the side that want like a lot of money. If they, if a forensic science needs it, you can examine a person's bone and name the person. That's probably not just I mean, orthodontics. From That's got to be dentistry. That's any they the prefer, dental background. They prefer either a oral oral surgeon or yeah. an orthodontist. Maxillofacial surgeon. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the people that took out your uh, wisdom oh, teeth. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I that's how a lot of that. people are defined. So I like, want to do that then. A good serial killer who doesn't want to like to let people to figure out who his victims are will pull out all the victims' teeth. I did not know that people had. It's like fingertips. Fingerprints. Or, uh, there you go. Fingerprints. Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Until today. It's pretty I learned that today. Um, question: Where all have you applied so far? I haven't applied it. Okay. Yet. Now, I'm going to tell you this because I found this out when Stacy came over to the house the other day. December to 1st is the deadline the for most colleges. Dead calling. You don't want to turn your shit in on December 1st. I know. I need to start. The sooner you turn it in, because most people are going to wait to the end, they're going to read yours quicker and make a decision mm-hmm. quicker. Okay? Application process has started for most uh, de- like NCAA-type schools on August 1st. So you're technically a month behind the curve. Okay. You're cousin holland's brother colton has already turned in all of his and to he's A&M and yeah, stuff and probably that. more places too yeah so what would be your three schools that you're going to apply to tech a&m should always have two two safety schools the one you want to go to and two just in case you don't get accepted you can't put all your eggs in one basket and then you've got nowhere to go i'll probably do tech and a&m I want to stay around Lubbock, um, so I might go to South Plains. South Plains, you don't have to apply for, especially with someone straight A's. Like, I got into South Plains. You just say, hey, I want to start school. They look for your transcript. You take a test, and you move on. But We don't even have to take the test. Uh, you might. Oh. Yeah, I think it all depends on how grades are in high school and oh, can you okay. clap out of stuff and so on and so forth. That's an acceptance test. Um, but I'm going to assume you're going to be accepted into Texas Tech. So Texas Tech, we're going to say four years. Yeah. Um, but Tech does not have a dental school. I think one of the best dental schools that I've researched in the state of Texas is going to be Texas A&M. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some outside of Texas. You get discounts if you stay within the state of Texas, so on and so yeah. forth, blah, 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 blah. Now that tech is not in, or Texas A&M is not in the Big 12, A&M would be a really cool place to go. Stacy, I was just talking to her. You and I have talked about it. She's wanting to get you to a game pretty soon. Um, we're going to try to get you there with her within the next month or so to go down to College Station and go watch an SEC football game. Um, okay. She's going to walk you through. The traditions that Texas A&M have are like none that you'll meet anywhere across the, the nation with what they do with their football program, Midnight Yell and the whoops and the – the core it's really cool i've been to a game there when she took me when she was a senior i think i was in like seventh or eighth grade and i got to go to school there and it was so much fun so cool mm-hmm. um and tech has that kind of stuff but they don't they don't have a dental program so you know unless something changes within the next four years which is not going to you're going to eventually have to leave lubbock and spread your wings and kind of learn how to how to be a little bit yeah which i think would be good for you of all people you kind of got to learn how to to spread your wings out there and you Lubbock's always going to be home and no one's ever Lubbock's not going anywhere family's not going anywhere just because you move for school doesn't mean that uh, that's your new home yeah right so you want to be an orthodontist yes um why ever since I had braces I just thought it was fascinating how fast a piece of metal on teeth can move and shift like, say if you had those teeth since you were born. Well, you haven't because you lost them all. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> say if you had those teeth just like me. Right. I sucked on my two fingers and it... Put... <laughs> God, I forgot. <laughs> that was so gross. <laughs> uh, don't you have, like, permanent blisters on your fingers from sucking on them? You sure as shit do. I'm going to... Give me a picture of that. I'm going to have to post that whenever this posts. That is... Oh, I forgot about that. God, that used to make me so mad. That's probably one of the things I put an end to. Hold on. Get portrait mode. I'm gonna zoom in on that. <laughs> this on. is very awkward silence right now. I'm sorry. I don't care. This is worth it, guys. Y'all look at the knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see it. I know. Okay. Well. So you suck. So you. You had buck teeth. Like your first, your two, my, maybe three, or my teeth over, were sticking out really bad because you sucked on them. My overbite was at a seven, and it's supposed to be at a one. Okay. From your fingers. Like. From sucking my fingers. Yeah. I sucked my fingers from, I, I was about, forever. I was about maybe one or two all the way until I got braces whenever I was about 12. So it was pretty much about 10, 11 years that I was sucking my two fingers. And my, my mom tried everything. Tried fingernail polish, peppers. I used to pull your fingers out of your mouth yes. constantly. Yes. You even did it when you would sleep. So when you're sleeping, mm-hmm. I could pull them out. That was like keep them my... out at night. But even during the day, I was constantly pulling your fingers out of your mouth. It's disgusting. It's like chewing on your fingernails. I that's that was my safety blanket. I don't know why. It just yeah. it was such a habit. Blech. Well, anyways, so since my overbite was so bad, within a couple of years, pieces of metal and a wire in my mouth could fix my entire problem mm-hmm. it's just fascinating to me it's like how cool. interesting how fast it can move why people like i want to also help people get the smile that they want well i think that whether you decide to go into dentistry or orthodontistry or facial surgery or if something changes and i've told you this in the pretty recent past is you have to chase what you want to do. Don't be chasing something that you think someone else wants you to do. Um, at the end of the day, this is another important life lesson is 
you're the one that has to live with yourself. Yes. If, if you live to please other people, you're never going to be happy. You have to take your own path and trust that the people who truly care about you, mm-hmm. your family, obviously, and your <laughs> friends, not your buds, but your friends, friends will be proud of the decisions you make. You know, right now, your four-year-old sister's lifelong goal is to be a cotton candy maker. Oh, yeah. That's perfectly fine. But you better be the best damn cotton candy maker you could possibly be. Mm -hmm. I'm not making you shoot for the stars. You go make your cotton candy. So if some path changes and you're like, this is just not for me. I want to go do this job or that job or go to a different route. As long as you can say that you're happy with the decision you make and every single day you give it your all, then that's all that matters. And you need to understand that. And that goes with college. Mm-hmm. That goes with your job. That goes with the words you say to people that you care about every day. Are you comfortable with what you just told somebody? Or did you say the wrong thing? And if that's the case, you need to go and fix that problem. Are you comfortable with the friends you have? Are they making good decisions and make, helping you make good decisions? Are they your hype people? Are they bringing you down? So on and so forth. It's about you and your life. Don't ever forget that. You've got one life to live. You need to be living it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you live for yourself and you make yourself happy, you're going to be surprised how many people will follow suit and you'll build this whole army around you. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. Um, I personally think, though, whether it's the dentistry or the dentistry or whatever it is, whatever route you go, you need to be in the business of serving other people. You don't. You just don't have the personality to me that's going to be content with sitting behind a desk and staring at a computer all day. Yeah. Right? You, you have a nag to help people. You are a people person. You like to make sure people around you are happy. You want to help people. Um, medical field's always a good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, nursing, doctoring, orthodontistering, physical therapy, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I think that's a route you should take. I, I hope that you don't take a lazy way out and then you're just going to go sit behind a computer all day. You're, you're, you just have a natural ability to help people that are not a lot of people have that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I have that. Mom has that. That's why we chose the routes that we do. But there's plenty of my friends that if they told me they, they have compassion and would like to be a nurse, I'd laugh at their face and sit them down and say, why don't we talk about this? <laughs> I don't think that's in, in your blood. I do think it's in you. So I hope that whatever route you choose, it is going to be to serve other people. You told me that you've even been been interested in social work. And therapy type stuff. Yeah. Social work meaning mm-hmm. like helping people who are, you know, yeah, need placement for homes because kids are being abused, so on and so forth. Uh, you would be good at that too. And that's helping people. You know, mm-hmm. you do that with your mentoring in, in, in school last mm-hmm. year and this year. Um, I think that would be a good route for you. But I think if I could teach you nothing else, I would want to teach you that, like I said, is live life for yourself, not anybody else. I'm not saying like not for your kids, not for your husband, wife, whatever life you mm-hmm. choose to have is you have to remember that if you're not happy, you're not going to make anyone else happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I wasn't pleased with being a nurse, if I didn't get enjoyment out of helping people day in and day out and learning the things that I learned and seeing the shit that I have to see on a daily basis, I would be miserable. And if I'm miserable, mom's absolutely miserable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make the three of y'all miserable. I'm miserable Everybody's when you're miserable. miserable. <laughs> Everybody's miserable when someone that they care about is miserable. Especially when someone's parent's miserable, it sucks. But imagine if I was like that each and every day because I hated my job. Oh, yeah. Think is like 
I'm going to be suffering. I'm going to make all of y'all suffer more than I'm making myself suffer. Mm -hmm. Keep that in mind. Don't forget this conversation. You're going to live your life. You're going to college for you. You're going to work for you. You're going to buy the house you want and the cars you want, have as many kids as you want, marry who you want. Don't do that for other people because if everyone around you is pleased but you're miserable, what have you just accomplished? Not jack shit. All right? Mm Mm-hmm. Those are kind of some of the advice things I have. I'm going to, I was just thinking about this on the way to work. It's, I don't know. This is the most random thought I've ever had. It's so funny. Probably about two weeks ago, I was driving to work, half asleep, six in the morning. And I don't know why I thought about this. Um, you know, I call Riley. What do I usually call Riley? Mitchell. There you go. What do I usually call Tara? there's a reason i call them that right eclair huh you just ruined everything i was about to say what do you like let me tell my story oh. i call riley mitchell i call rainsley tara for one because i want those two names to to live their legacy mm-hmm. on and we all know why but most people are going to call them riley that's my thing for them mm-hmm. like sometimes mom calls them that but like really my thing Hey, speaking of oh, what is going on here? <laughs> huh? All right. Okay, but you No, you come on in like that anytime. No. Mom, say hi. Hi. We're going to speak louder. Hey. What advice do you want to give Reagan heading into to her future? Do abs every night. I just have a two-pack. Mom just came in and she My said, abs really Oh, I thought though. you said that you look like Tupac. <laughs> You'd be dead. <laughs> Tupac's not dead. Everybody knows that. Yeah. He faked it. Two-pack. She got a two-pack. Anyways. <laughs> um, I used to, because your middle name is what? Claire. Which is weird, because you spell it the weirdest way. Mamaw. Uh, spells it. Mamaw created that. Either way. Well, Mamaw must have been stoned on something. <laughs> Claire. K-L-A-Y-R-E. Reagan Clear. My favorite dessert growing up that my mom used to make, and I, I haven't made it in a long time. I need to make it next time we have a cookout. What's called Eclair Pie. And I always called you that for years. It was Reagan Eclair Pie. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I would just call you Claire because of Reagan Eclair, and that's your middle name. And I love that because I'm like, hey, no one else calls her Claire. No one called you Claire. No. Um, I And then I added the Eclair. Mm-hmm. So. And it, I had so much enjoyment out of that, and I loved calling you that because it was my thing for you. Everyone else is going to call you Reagan. And then one day, your little snotty-ass, like, 10, 11-year-old attitude is like, ah, that is not my name. My name is Reagan. <laughs> and that was one of the most hurtful moments of my life. I when actually I remember that. calling you Claire. I haven't, I've been, like, I haven't been able to call you Eclair Pie since then <laughs> because... Some little snotty-ass little junior high girl told me I couldn't call her that anymore. Who said that? You did. Oh, oh. You didn't um, want me. That is not my name. Oh. Me and mom were actually at the store the other day, and we saw an eclair pie, and I was like, oh, hey, that reminds me of dad. Yeah. <laughs> well, until you stopped me from saying that. <laughs> well, you can continue saying it. Okay, well, I have witnesses now. Millions. No. Well, I would hope it was just Thousands. like tens. tens oh, of, tens. But it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> if you think I'm getting millions of listed and no. not getting paid, you're crazy. No. My what, dad uh, like, no. What questions? You asked a great question on the high school thing, high school friends versus college friends. Uh-huh. Give me a question that you're being curious about as your life is going to continue forward. Let me see if I can help you out with it. Um... <clears throat> 
what to say. I'm just scared for money problems. What do you mean? Like, once I move off to college or move out on my own, I'm scared for, like... You're going to learn quick on overdraft protection is amazing and it's the worst thing in the world. Okay? So, overdraft protection is when you have a checking account, what they're going to do, because if, like... If you were to go buy a Coke that cost 99 cents mm-hmm. and you only had 98 cents in your bank account and you give them your card, without overdraft protection, they're going to say, sorry, you don't have enough money in your account. This card's declined. You're going to be super embarrassed, but you're not be able to buy it. That's a good thing because mm-hmm. you can't spend money you don't have. Overdraft protection, what it does is says, okay, well, she overdrafted her account, so now she's about to be negative, but we're gonna, still going to allow her to purchase this, which is nice because sometimes you just like have to suck it up and deal with the fact, but there's a huge fee. It's like 35 bucks every time you do that. Ooh. I learned that the hard way when I was young, and like I would run my card without paying attention to my account and keeping track on how much I had in my account to where I would do that four or five times before I knew it. So every time I did that, it was a $35 charge. Bam, bam, bam. So next thing I know... I now would get a paycheck. Well, three hundred dollars of that paycheck goes just to make me at zero balance. Oh, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Because you have to pay the bank fees. You're gonna get to that point. I guarantee it's happened to all of us to where you're gonna wind up being negative in your bank account. You're gonna actually owe money to the bank instead of having money in the bank like you have right now. Mm-hmm. You've got a pretty good little chunk of change in your bank account right now. Mm-hmm. One of these days, you're gonna look at it and it's gonna be in red and it's gonna say negative X amount of money and your stomach's gonna hurt so bad and you're gonna call me and mom crying, asking us how to deal with it. And what we're probably gonna say is, good luck, work hard for your next paycheck, be smart about what you do. Because if I just give you money out of that, you're not gonna learn any lessons. There's a there's a balance of, okay, and, and I'll teach you this whenever you have the idea that you want to move out. Is You have to say, okay, rent's going to cost me X amount of money. That's a set number every single month, right? Mm-hmm. Bills fluctuate. How much electricity are you wasting? How much water are you wasting, right? Mm-hmm. So you have an average on that. Do you want Netflix? Do you want Hulu? All this stuff. Does your apartment come with internet or are you going to pay for internet separately? All these things you don't think about. Every time your light's turned on, I tell people this all the time. Like, you're costing me and my money with this light being on right now. Yeah. When you turn your shower on and then you go let it run for 45 minutes before you even take your shower and we get pissed off at you because that's costing me and my money because every time the water runs, it takes money or a bill that we have to pay every month. Mm-hmm. So you'll learn tricks on how to conserve water, how to conserve energy. Best thing is, is if you're not in the room, don't have a light on. If you're not watching the TV, if you're just playing on your phone, turn the TV off. Mm-hmm. Those type situations. Um, and then you're going to have to learn how to balance. Okay, so now I know that like rent's 300 bills. I've got $500 a month that I better have to pay towards rent, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then you got to think, okay, well, now I'm 21 and I'm in college. My friends want to go out to the bars. We're going to do the Broadway Shuffle this weekend. I've got 700 bucks to get me through next Friday. Is it worth me going to the bar tonight where I'm going to drop 50 dollars $60, $70? Mm-hmm. Or should I stay home tonight? Okay. Another decision that's going to be really hard for you personally, because I've never in my life met somebody who goes to fast food restaurants more than you do, <laughs> is, okay, Chick-fil-A sounds so good right now, but it's going to cost me 10 bucks, and I'm lazy and I want to get my car and drive, so I'm going to do DoorDash. That Chick-fil-A is now going to cost me $15 for a sandwich, fries, and a tea. Mm-hmm. Do I want to spend 15 bucks on the Chick-fil-A or should I take advantage of the groceries that I have? May not be as good as that chicken sandwich, 
but it's not going to cost me any money. I have burritos in the freezer right now. I'll heat those up and I don't have to spend any money. Now I can spend that $15 tomorrow at the bar. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So don't be worried about money. You just have to be not worried about money. Worried about are you going to know how to manage your money? And the only way you're going to learn is you're going to wind up being negative your account. And it's probably going to happen a couple times. And then it's going to hurt your stomach. You're going to be embarrassed because you're going to have to have us bail you out. And you're not going to have money. And your friends are going to ask you to go out. And you're going to be embarrassed. Sorry, guys, I don't have any money. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to learn, okay, I need to spend X amount of money on fast food every week. And once I've reached that budget, or however much I've allotted for myself, then I need to eat at home. Or, shit, I realize... I, I wanted to pay for my Amazon Prime account so I could watch this show, but I only watched it once and I'm spending 12 bucks a month. Do I really need to waste that 12 bucks or can I put it somewhere else and then you cancel your Amazon Prime account? Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's a lesson that you have to learn the hard way. And the hardest part is going to be when you start accruing debt and you pay interest on your debt and you realize, shit, was this car worth it? I thought I'd be cool and buy me this awesome car when I was really stupid because my parents bought me an amazing car that gets great gas mileages that they're paying for that should get me all the way from my junior year of high school all the way through me graduating college Mm -hmm. where you don't pay a dime. Or you can go finance your own car because it's the only car you're ever going to have that's going to be given to you from us. After that, you're on your own. And you're going to accrue a car payment that's going to cost you six, seven hundred bucks a month just so you can show off to people that don't give a shit about the car anyways. Yeah. Those are things that you need to think about is, you, and you're going to have to learn the hard way is, where do I spend my money? Uh, where can I have saved money last week or last month to where I can this month in order to make sure I have money next month? Yeah. The trick is to make more money than you spend. And you can't live, I forget the saying, but I'll just say, like, you can't live a bougie lifestyle, you know, making six bucks an hour. You know what I'm saying? Those things will come with time. And if you keep your eyes down, your head down, study hard, worry about what's important in college, and you go and be an orthodontist or a maxillary surgeon and all that stuff to where you're making good money and you buy a house you can afford and a car you can afford and you look at your bank account and you're like, fuck yeah, babe, let's go to Vegas this weekend. We got the money. <laughs> yeah. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not something you should be worried about, not something you're scared about, but you will learn the hard way like we all did. Some of us learned quicker than others, not myself. I used <laughs> to, I just didn't, I didn't give a shit. One more, one more, one more issue you think you might have. Let me, let me help the problem out and I won't be done. Oh. Being able to move away. What do you like, mean? Like, from home. I. And from family. That one would be hard. I, looking back, um, I wish, A, I wish I wouldn't have concentrated so much on turning people's TVs up in high school and taping toilet paper to my foot and actually studying. <laughs> I never really had the option to move away for college. Um, I wish that I would have. Um, I was telling mom this the other day that I, I just wish that I would have had that experience. I've met a lot of people that have did that during college. Mm-hmm. Most of them have come back home because like I told you earlier, home's not going anywhere. It's a good experience because it forces you to learn how to be social. Mm-hmm. It forces you you're either going to be a recluse stuck in a room by yourself, not knowing anybody, or you're going to be forced to go get to know people. But I think it's good for people to get away from what they find comfortable because 
everybody should be comfortable being uncomfortable. Okay, that's confusing. Right? <laughs> um, if you're put into a situation that makes you uncomfortable, you should be able to say, okay, I can deal with this, although I may be anxious a little bit. I may not be comfortable with the okay. situation I'm in, but at least now I'm trained to do that. If you move away, you're going to be forced to do that. You're not going to be able to just be like, oh, I'm bored. I'm, I haven't done my laundry. I'm be able to drive to parents' house and do my laundry today. No, because we'll be eight hours away. Mm-hmm. I've used an example of as if yeah. you were in College Station. It teaches you independence. It teaches you how to care for yourself. It teaches you how to be more social, mm-hmm. um, to get a whole new aspect on life. I don't know what goes on in College Station. I just know what goes on in Lubbock. Maybe we're missing out on life by not moving you all to College Station at some point in our lives. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You don't know how life is down there. I think it's super important. Um, if I could redo my life over, I would have probably been more serious in high school so I could travel for college. So um, for your first years of college, you think I should move away? Mm, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I think uh, it depends on where you apply for school and where you get accepted and scholarship and stuff. I think, I don't know, there's no right or wrong answer for that. Either way, it's going to be scary. Either way, it's going to be nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. Um, but hell, living in this household and going to Texas Tech is going to be scary. Yeah. You walk in, that school holds 40,000 people, and most of them are not from Lubbock. Most of them are actually from the Dallas-Fort Worth area, mm-hmm. meeting all new people. But you'll have this to fall back on. Eventually, I think it would be good for you to, to just go somewhere. Not because I want you gone, by any means. because But I want you to learn how to be independent. Like like I told you, Lubbock's not going anywhere. Me and Mom aren't going anywhere. Like, we're here to stay. Like, mm-hmm. this is our roots. This is where we've always lived. This is where we're always going to live. But I wish if I could go back that I would have lived somewhere else for a couple of years just to see. Uh-huh. David did it. David went to Waco and Baylor and loved every bit of it. And he's right back here raising his family. Kids going to friendship, so on and so forth. Zach, Zach Tarina, same thing. He went to Baylor. He moved back to Lubbock. Dylan. Dylan moved to multiple different places he lived in belgium for a while he lived in kansas he's raising his kids in lubbock gentry lived in midland he's lived in dallas he's lived in fort worth he's raising kids here Hmm. lubbock's not going anywhere and family's not going anywhere Um, i do think it's important and it's something that i I wish i would have done but here i am i can't do shit about it now (laughs) i i i would love to have lived that out of love at college life i'm not saying i want you to do it right off the bat i'm not saying i don't like what makes it we'll figure that out and support you when it happens okay either way home is always going to be here you always have a bed in this household it's not going anywhere now when you do move out all this will be a podcasting studio that i'll let you sleep in once in a while (laughs) anyways I tell people this all the time. I've told you a thousand times, and I'll tell you a thousand times more. Um, but I do brag on you a lot. Patience, especially when you take care of old women, like grandma-ish. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, let me just see pictures of your kids. <laughs> so I show them pictures, and I tell them kind of uh, about you and your grades and how good of a kid you are and how proud of you we are. So I'll tell you again, like, we could not be more proud of you. Um, you You've yet to do anything to make us not proud. Um, you've had little shitty attitudes here and then. Sometimes you get lazy with your chores and stuff, but that's about it. I think I told you the other day, like, I wish you would have gotten more trouble. 
at a younger age because oh, yeah. we don't know how to handle Riley and Rainsy when they do it. But it's too late now, so don't fuck it up now. <laughs> you're fixing to graduate high school. But, you know, I mom was saying the other day, and think about this one, is she's so sad and it, it breaks her heart to see that this is where you're at. You know, you're growing up, you're about to graduate, whatever. I look at it from a completely different angle. I was actually text marked this a couple days ago is I don't look at like, I'm so sad that you're a senior and you're about to graduate. I look at it. I was like, holy. And I even told mom this too. I was like, look at it from this direction is look what all you've achieved with the shit hand that you've been dealt in life. And you've done that with straight as you've done it as a good kid. I'm excited to see what happens next year and the year after some people want to dwell on their kids. I wish they wouldn't grow up. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's see what you have in the future. Like, I'm excited for your future. I'm not sad that you're 17 and a senior in high school. I'm excited that you're 17 and a senior in high school. I'm excited to see that what you do, your freshman, sophomore, so on and so forth. And then when you get married and when you have kids, I can't wait to see that side. And I've even told you, once you graduate, me and mom are going to become pretty damn cool. <laughs> you know us. I'm taking you to Vegas when you turn 21. Graduate I, which one? High school. Okay. We know how to Vegas better than anybody out there. <laughs> we know every trick of the trade. Mom and I have a blast in Las Vegas. You've seen some of the jello shot syringes we bring home. Like, that's us in Vegas, and you're going to be there with us one day. Like, that's what I'm excited for. Like, yes, it's sad to see kids grow. I'm like, oh, my God, this and that. But I'm excited for your future. Mm-hmm. I think that, to me, that's more. Ex- I'm more excited for your future than I'm sad that you're older. Yeah. Does that make sense? I get, I get what you're saying. You're, you make us so proud your grandparents proud aunts and uncles cousins like everybody that knows you has nothing but good things to say about you and it's cool to see you at this stage i can't wait to see what happens later on um i want to talk again probably a couple weeks before your graduation and i would love to do like a year follow-up from here to see where you're at in life okay after you've gained your freshman 15 and all that good stuff freshman 15 it's a real thing I don't know what that is. Everybody, freshman year of high school or college, start partying, eating fast food, and don't do shit, and you gain 15 pounds. Oh, no. Freshman 15, it's a thing. Dang. Yep. <laughs> Anything you want to say? Shout out to anybody? No. That's it? <laughs> Shout out to mom. To mom? Shout out to you. Okay, whatever. Shout out, mom. <laughs> thought you would like give it to your friends or something, but whatever. Uh, Shout out to... I don't know. Just real quick, I want to see, because we did a podcast one where we got first started. I think it's like the seventh or eighth episode, and we had a... Now, you didn't meet your end of the bargain, because we were supposed to get over, I think it was 75 within oh, the first week. Oh, I forgot that. Um, but I'm going to look and see real no, quick. No, it was 50-something. It wasn't 50-something. Yes, it was. No, I yes, got to have uh, better hopes for... No, it was... I thought... It, I swear it, it was 50-something. Like it's like 52. Social media is number five. Right now, though, now we are at 95 total. So five people will listen. You'll be in the 100 Club, okay? I've only got Mark's made the 100 Club. Obviously, my personal ones that I do by myself, I've gotten 100. Oh, my gosh. You think you're so cool. I don't think I'm cool. I'm just reading the numbers. Oh, okay. I mean, I do think I'm cool, but Mark's made the 100 Club. Ty's made the 100 Club. And Ginger have made the 100 Club, okay? Um, ooh. Please help us. Ripley made the 100 Club. Please help a 17-year-old's little senior girl make the 100 Club. You have club. to promote it yourself. Everybody I already do, listening. Or, yeah, so you're at 95 on that one. You need five more on that one, 100 on this one. This has been a good one. You're way more mature than you were 
10 years ago, obviously. I thought you were going to be like the other day. Well, probably. Your <laughs> farts still smell like rotten eggs, according oh to your brother. Oh, my gosh. Y'all find us on social media, not us. Do not do not look for my daughter on social media or I will find you and hunt you down. Because it's utterly fucking disgusting because you're a 17-year-old girl and my friends will not find you on social media. I like um, more followers. Your friends can. My friends cannot because that's utterly, unless they're girls. But any of my guy friends, I'll beat the shit out of you because that's disgusting. Find me on social media. Check out our uh, LMK Productions page on Facebook and Instagram. You can see a lot of our information on there. Uh, this has been a good one. Hopefully the sound is uh, way better. better. We'll find out when we listen here in a couple weeks. See you. Peace.